Hello and welcome back to Life in North Dallas. We're your hosts, Louis Manto and Eric Manto. Our goal as a channel is to share the most current and exciting North Dallas market trends, quality of life experiences, and areas of interest so that we can be your go-to experts in North Dallas. Come with us as we explore the communities, lifestyles, and people living right here in North Dallas. All right, Lewis, well, we're back again with an outstanding guest this afternoon. We can't wait to hear more about all the great things we're doing just north of beautiful Prosper here. So absolutely, why don't you tell us who we are sitting with? Yeah, it's my pleasure. You know, we have a very special guest today. Uh, just to start, he's a father and husband to Katie and father of two wonderful daughters. He completed his Bachelor of Arts at Texas A&M University and his Master's of Education at the University of Houston, Clear Lake. Go Cougs. He has been teaching or administrating for the majority of his career and has held many positions and titles within the schoolhouse, including but not limited to the principal at Livingston Junior High. He was a principal of Iola Secondary School and superintendent of Iola ISD, where he achieved an A rating from the Texas Education Agency for multiple years and successfully entered the district into a 313 agreement, acquiring additional revenue mm. for the district and providing them with clean energy. All these wonderful things have led him to where he is today, uh, where he proudly serves as the superintendent of Gunnar ISD. He's already made great strides in continuing the legacy of excellence within Gunnar ISD schoolhouses and preparing the town and district for the years of growth projected to come. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, superintendent of Gunnar ISD, Mr. Scott Martindale. All right, all right. Up, oh, we had <laughs> noises, something. Nothing. Maybe not. All right. It's all good. How are you, sir? <laughs> oh, I'm doing well. I was hoping for the, the standing ovation. There. Yes, I know. I know uh, where, where, what the heck? that is. Hold on. There yeah. it is. Yeah. The crowd goes crazy. Had a little mute button hidden there. <laughs> That's how you put this thing away for a week. You forget where all the buttons are. Well, yeah, welcome, exactly. sir. Thank, Thank you so much for making the trek down here. And, uh, yes. you know, that drive has certainly changed for us going back and forth to the Gunner area over the years. And I know you've wow. only been here for a short time, but you know, my goodness, the growth that is just like a, a tidal wave moving your way must be daunting to look at. But uh, I, I know you guys are preparing for the big onslaught that's to come in the next five and 10 years. Correct. Correct. Well, thank you for having me. I'd, I know all the Aggies out there uh, whooped whenever you mentioned it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Um, yeah. You know, it's been a real exciting change for me and my family moving north and uh, accepting the challenges that Gunner ISD is facing. Um, one of those being growth, like you mm. guys are experiencing here in Prosper. We're, we're not at that exponential uh, spot yet in our growth, uh, but it has been a challenge. Um, being hired August or starting the job August 21, mm -hmm. uh, the first thing we, we needed to do was address the growth. Um, we have three campuses, uh, so, you know, not the 25. So quaint. So, yeah. so cute. I love yeah, that. I and, wow. well, and Remember it, those days? You know, that's, that's one of the, the attracting factors of Gunner. If, if you like small rural town, Texas, uh, with, with small town values mm. and, and that sense of community, that's where we're at. No doubt. And I tell people all the time, you know, it's, it's just a, a hidden gem that, that more and more people are learning about and, and wanting to move our direction. Wow. Um, 
But we addressed the growth. Uh, I started immediately in October. We formed uh, what we call our uh, collaborative visioning committee. Hmm. There's 34 people on that, including parents, uh, teachers, coaches, wow. uh, business owners. Um, we even had city council members, our mayor, Mark Miller's mm -hmm. on there. Um, yeah, absolutely. We had, uh, Phyllis James, uh, county commissioner. So we, we tried to make sure we put together a, a very wide. Diverse group. Diverse group, yeah. absolutely. And no, we started, that's great. We started our first meeting October of 21. Um, we had our district financial advisor come in, explain where our current finances stand, uh, what our bonding capacity is, because you have to always keep that INS rate in sight. Yeah. And uh, we had a, uh, a new demographic study done, uh, which showed what our growth was. And that was our starting point. Um, and I think as superintendent, as new superintendent, what I wanted to make sure was that we didn't lose what made Gunner Gunner or what mm -hmm. makes Gunner Gunner. Sure. And uh, so I explained to the committee, you know, we have new people moving in on almost a daily basis, but we need to respect the people that, that the history of Gunner, who's been here, what they've done to create mm. the success we're having. Um, and, and so the challenge was to, to try to prepare for the growth, uh, but also marry that with the history and the mm. traditions that we have. And, and that's been, it's been a challenge, but it's been fun. Allows me to meet lots of people very quickly and, wow. and just work together with others. Um, That's awesome. I, you know, our growth that we're looking at, like I said, is, is not what you guys are experiencing here. But our demographic study, so we we currently have 1,100, just over 1,100, just 1,127 students. Mm -hmm. uh, in five years, we're projected to be a little over 2,000. So okay. In, you so know, a slow four, ramp five up. Years, yep. about 1,000 mm -hmm. kids. And then five years after that, we're, we're projected to be over 3,500. So wow. Still not 25,000 like Prosper. <laughs> yeah. Um, yep, yep. But in the next seven to eight to nine years, we are more than doubling. Sure. So when you only have three campuses and they're at capacity now, oh, wow. How do we handle that? And, and yeah, so our, yeah. our, our collaborative visioning committee has done a great job. Um, May 22, we went to the voters with a bond. $78.8 million yep. to, to get this plan started. Um, and just, it really shows the, the strength and support of our community because uh, our bond passed with the 73% approval rating. That's, wow, that's awesome. Nice. And you guys know last May, less than 50% of the bonds in the state passed. Mm. And yet ours yep. passed with 73%. So mm. it's, it's a, you know, it's That's incredible. Just shows how they the community is there to support the school. Absolutely, and and, and you have to have that kind of support in order to grow responsibly, right? You, right. if you don't, you're not going to be able to build the schools, get the infrastructure, et cetera. And you know, yeah, you've exactly. got to have a long range vision of what's going to happen. Of course, you know, a lot of times, as we saw here, even in Prosper, that you know, the roads sometimes lag behind the growth, or the schools, you know, have to be built in time for the people to be there. So you can't. But yep. put portables on every campus, and that gets a little ridiculous, right? And you've got to start that building process sooner. Yeah, I, <clears throat> I laugh, pardon me, I laugh when you say portables, because that's one of my goals is to keep those, not have to go to portables, right? Right, um, yep. <clears throat> but that's why, you know, just talking to mentors, talking to people that are have gone through what we're about to experience, is it was important to, to partner with the city and the, the county like you just said, yes. the role, the roads being mm -hmm. in place to put that new campus on, um, 
one of yep. the things we did with our bond was purchase 119 acres for a new high school. Mm. Uh, wow. So now we have the site, but we'll have to go back to the voters in a couple of years to get the money to be able to build it. Sure. Uh, but again, it's all part of the, the planning process and important to work with wow. the city and the, the county. Are you envisioning, yeah. are you envisioning, you know, I, well, we'll talk about the, the projected number of schools down the road, sure. but certainly, you know, a large high school in Gunner, uh, you know, when Salina built their new high school, they built it to kind of accept the capacity that they projected at the time. Now they're surpassing that. But <laughs> I imagine the next high school in Gunner will be still Gunner High School and it will accommodate, you know, 4A, 5A. I don't think you're going to get to 6A that time anytime soon, but probably at least four or 5A level campus, don't you think? That, that's the direction we're headed. Um, you know, when I talked wow. about marrying the, the Gunner tradition and those that founded it with the new people. Um, one of the conversations that came up in the CVC meeting was, and, and this is no dig at anyone, but the question was, are we going to follow the Allen model or are we going <laughs> to follow the Frisco model? And yep. I had to explain to people, well, while both those are great and do what they need to do for the communities they're in, we're going to form the Gunner way. Right. And, but that you're correct. A, a high school that will, you know, hold probably four, a five, a numbers, um, we anticipate growth many, many years past me being here in Gunner that, you know, they'll have multiple high schools. Sure. But the yeah, first step is, is to build that high school that would accommodate four A, five A numbers. Yeah, and, that, and wow. then, you know, kind of like, again, what Prosper had done was uh, worked with a construction company, Pogue Construction, Huckabee, you know, one of the great designers in the area to yep. come up with a model that they could replicate, and they've done a great job of that now with high schools two and three on the ground and high school number four not far off. So, you know, you get some economies when you do that, obviously, and um, you can't build them all at once. You don't need them all no. at once. But, right. uh, you know, as far as the growth in Gunner goes mm. right now, I'm guessing that kind of the west side of town is going to be where most of that growth is going to start. I know you've got the Bridges community over there, which is a beautiful community. Great golf course, by the way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, kind of along that, that what is it, 455 corridor, mm. I, I think, you know, it just seems like, and, and I have friends, that, of course, the Harris's, Kathy Harris, Gary Harris, okay, who are friends. Absolutely. My wife and Kathy work Dr. together. Harris, so, Dr. Harris, board member. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, now you've also got the harp holes living up there. I just want to warn you yep. about them real quick. Yeah, the harp Michelle holes. and uh, Jeremy, very dangerous. If you're listening, Michelle and Jeremy. <laughs> They're amazing people. So they you're are so great. fortunate. I was going to say no comment, but <laughs> yeah. no, they are phenomenal. Family. No, they're great. And they're, they're super supporters of, you know, they all are. things education. So they no, are. but yeah. So growth wise, you know, I imagine kind of that West side may be where you're going to start to see some of those, some of those big communities popping up. We will, you know, um, our, we actually have groundbreaking for a new elementary mm. uh, there in the bridges this Saturday. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Um, and we've been working with Corgan Architects and, and Gallagher Construction as our managing managing agent. Uh, wow. And so we Very hope good. to be breaking ground the next month on that new elementary uh, there inside the bridges. That's exciting. Wow. So, you know, probably about 95% of our enrolled students are actually to the east side our okay. attendance zone right now and but we're not uh we recognize the fact that the tollway uh, <laughs> culvert work dirt work the blacktop has reached our southern border it, mm. it is there <laughs> yeah and, and we know that that's where we're going to explode in the future um and that's why you know right now again dealing with our bonding capacity 78.8 is what we could do as a community sure um yeah. 
and, and that's afforded us an opportunity to, to do things at the middle school and the high school that we can talk about later, but build that new elementary. Mm. At the same time, wanting to buy that land. And so right now we're just, the phase we're in is let's go over there and look for land we can buy or work with those planned developments to mm -hmm. make sure they have land set aside in, no in their communities. Um, and those things are going to come. They're going to come really quickly. Uh, I, I think a lot of that development may be wait waiting on infrastructure such as uh, water and sewage. Sure. Mm. Um, and I've been told many times once that gets there, get ready. And so that's what we're trying to do. And that is one of the nice things about development is that, you know, the developer comes in and puts a community in and they are generally pretty accommodating with providing land for that new elementary school or middle school. They don't need quite yeah. the footprint that a high school needs, but Correct. middle school maybe a little bit more so. But for sure, you know, they're, they, want, they want to attract people to their community. So helping to no foster that growth and put a, you know, plot of land out there so you have an elementary school is Correct. perfect. And, and you're right, we have 13, 11 to 13 uh, agreements already with developers. Oh, tremendous. So, so those, you know, those plans have been in place since before I got to Gunner. Those agreements are there. Um, I'm just working to solidify them, remind those developers, <laughs> hey, you may have signed this agreement five, six, seven yeah. years ago. Wow. Don't forget that whenever you start to break ground that, that we have a, a site in your community or in your neighborhood. Um, so that, that's... That's been a, a part of what we're trying to do is finalize those. Sure. So we can actually go out and stake or survey the, the land mm -hmm. so we wow. know this is where this, this school's going to go. Um, yeah. The bridges is very easy to work with. Uh, Mr. Don Godwin, you know, whose ranch surrounds yeah, the, that's uh, the bridges. Yeah, that's beautiful. Mm. Just to take a moment to brag on him, um, we purchased land from him for that new elementary. Okay. And he was so easy to work with, so generous. Um, wow. And probably when you look at market value, gave the district a really good deal on that land. That's nice. That's uh, awesome. We, uh, he actually came out and met with us a couple weekends ago on a Saturday morning. Um, we needed to do some some drainage work on land that, that is still his and wasn't purchased by us. And we walked around and talked, and he said, you guys do what you need to do. And uh, I just he's been so generous and so easy to work with with the entire district. That's and, exciting. And, That's and um, he'll be at the groundbreaking so that I can – Oh, super. Not just through your podcast, but publicly. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Him. Awesome. Thank you for everything he's done. No, uh, and he's maintained yeah, a beautiful awesome. farm and ranch out on oh, that east side of town. And it's, it's you know, awe-inspiring when you drive by and you see oh, that yeah. DG lettering on everything. I mean, yeah. he's he's really kind of a an interesting uh, entity over there. So, you know, <laughs> we got a lot we got a lot of growth coming in. You know, one of the nice things about being in a small community like Gunner is today is, you know, you can attract teachers to a vibrant community i mean you guys are winning state championships left and right mm -hmm. baseball team is doing phenomenally well the softball team i know does great volleyball you know all amazing but you know you got to be able to house your teachers and have affordable places for them to live correct and you can still pull that off in gunner which is really nice you know a lot of communities can't do that yet well and now with our demographic study it showed that our average home price was 750 um, not a lot of public educators can afford that. <laughs> True. Okay, none of us can. No. <laughs> and and so that's that's kind of the the value of the homes there in Gunner. Um, so what I've been trying to do, work with the board, look for ways that we can create some district housing for teachers. Mm. Um, wow. We have uh, a, a development coming in that I would like to visit with those developers and see if the district can purchase a couple of units. Townhomes is, is what's oh. coming in. 
uh, but I'd like to purchase those for the district so they can provide housing wow. um, for employees. Um, I've also been working <laughs> with uh, Mr. Murphy, who is our uh, chief administrative officer and kind of aligns our CTE curriculum, our career trades, so forth. And I'd like to go see if we can't go into like uh, construction uh, sciences and the district owns a couple of small pieces of property. Could we ourselves go and, and build those structures? Wouldn't that be and exciting? And make those available wow. to teachers as well. Because um, it is a challenge. Um, you know, our, I, I'm the first to tell you teachers don't make enough. <laughs> They're the hardest working humans on the face of the planet, and, and they don't make enough. Um, so when your property right values are real high, it's, it's difficult for Absolutely. teachers to be able to live in your community. Absolutely. And, you know, yeah. Again, generally speaking, and you guys are in a great position to do this, and that is to, you know, work with the city fathers, if you will, and, and kind of assure that That's you right. have a range of housing opportunities, not just high-end bridges level, you know, golf course <laughs> homes. You want to have townhomes. And, Correct. You know, you're going to have apartments. There are going to be multiple la layers of that, but... And it's been great, yeah. and, and that's, again, why it's so good to work with the city from the start. Um, they know our needs. We know the direction they're headed, and, and we're yeah. going to get there. Um, but as superintendent, that's one of the things that's it's always on my mind is taking care of teachers. And yeah. so that's what we want to do is provide housing for them. I think, you know, you might see a lot, of, a lot more of that out in West Texas where your options yep. aren't as, mm -hmm. as many. But we're going we're gonna to try to do something similar to that. I know I, you know, yeah, having sorry. been in the school product business for 35 years, uh, you know, prior to my real estate career, you know, I pull into a, a small town school out in, you know, era Texas, for instance, and you know, you got the head coach's house and the uh, the assistant athletic director's <laughs> house. Like, wow, that's really cool, you know. But there's not a lot of places for them to to live out there, so right. they have provided housing, and you know, that's a really nice feature for for folks to be able to have that to make a move, you know, where they can go be in administration at a school and be able to live and have their family housed, et cetera. So, right, yeah, no, exactly. good for you for forward thinking on that. We're working on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's um, amazing. You, you know, know um, go for it. Yeah. So obviously you've been with, with Gunner for a, a couple years now and, and you've been able to, to see how Gunner works and, and control a lot of that. But, you know, what do you think is one of the biggest contributing factors to your students' success, both in the classroom and, you know, on the fields or on the courts or, you know, there's there's a lot of success up there in Gunner. What what helps with that? You know, I, th I think it's the mindset of the community. Um, hmm. You know, we uh, believe in TPW, Tough People Win. Yep. Uh, Coach Vizell, I believe, brought that in mm -hmm. many years before I got here. And, and that really is the mindset of the kids. Um, you know, you've mentioned the state championship football and volleyball to start off the fall. That makes the life of a superintendent very easy. <laughs> when teams are winning and they're winning state championships, people are happy. No um, doubt. Baseball, you know, just last year went to the state tournament, second year in a row. And, mm -hmm. and honestly, mm -hmm. that we're hoping we make it back this year. Wow. Um, you know, and it, it, but it's, it's not just on the, the field or the court that our kids succeed. Um, you know, it's we have all these small clubs too and again it's just the mindset of the kids but when you're doing well with bass fishing when floral design is winning uh when skeet shooting wins a state championship hmm. uh, when wow. your meat judging team is doing well ag mechanics is doing well hmm. um the number of kids in our band program that qualify for mm -hmm. area and state is is phenomenal numbers for a small 3a district 
Um, wow. We have uh, we had well track just last week swept um, hmm. the district track meet. Wow, uh, that's both awesome. Boys and girls, JV and varsity, all one district as as, and we have thirty kids wow. competing today in the area track meet. Um, but to answer your question, I, I think it's just that, and I love when I hear kids say this, but they, they show up and show out for each <laughs> other. Mm-hmm. So it's such, you know, there's no selfishness in any of the programs that we have. Everyone's always there to, to do the best they can for their teammates. Um, and then just the community is so supportive. Like I said, wow. with the passing of our bond, uh, when the majority mm-hmm. of bonds in the state didn't even pass, mm-hmm. and ours is 73% approval rating is it's just uh, a mindset of we're going to to be the best at everything we do um, mm-hmm. and I've just been able to, to come in and jump on the coattails of all the people mm-hmm. who've worked hard over the years to create this mindset and this philosophy that's amazing that's yeah it's really nice awesome. it's nice to walk into a district where you're not trying to fix things immediately right you know you're, you're kind of taking yeah. the reins it's like a good uh you know relay race in the track meet you're you're, you're out ahead already just don't drop the baton, right? You know, right. Keep, well, keep and on going. Absolutely. You know, when you're coming in, you're following Dr. Jill Seiler, who's, yeah. who's just a phenomenal educator. Um, yeah. You just don't want to drop the baton, right? right. Um, you know, you got big fields or big shoes to fill, and you just want to, to do your best at that. Um, yeah. And, and so that's why when I came in, really the thing to focus on that was before us is we needed to pass a bond, buy some land, and start building some buildings. Because everything else is running really smooth. What would you say, I'm curious, you know, when, when we came to Prosper 20-some-odd years ago, you know, we saw people moving to Prosper who were coming from Plano, jumping over Frisco and coming to Prosper. And now I think, I know several of our family friends have moved to Gunner, mm-hmm. um, you know. And, and I'm wondering how many of your new students are coming from within the state, within the area, and how many are coming from out of state? Sure. Um, it's probably a 50-50 mix hmm. of from within state and out of state. Um, our, I think our challenge, too, is we have people moving out to us um, that are coming from much bigger districts that have lots of programs. Mm-hmm. And we're still working yeah. to develop those programs. Sure. Um, you know, working with, with people on my team, what I like for us to focus on is not being a mile wide and an inch deep, mm-hmm. but being very deep at what we do. And, and I think you see that in the programs that we have. Mm-hmm. So when we bring new programs <clears throat> on, we want to make sure we're prepared for that success. Um, mm-hmm. and, and so, you know, that's one of the challenges is we're, or if people are moving to rural Texas to understand, like, we're, we're working to get there. We don't have all the programs you may have come from, but let's find something for you to fit into. And, and mm-hmm. that's really what we've been working on. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah, and that's, again, you know, that's, I don't want to call it a growing pain per se, but, you know, you've got to manage your expectations a little bit, right? You know, mm-hmm. again, here in Prosper, as as recently as the late aughts, you know, 2008, 2009, we didn't even have uh, men's and women's soccer programs, right? right. We, we were still yeah. without that. Uh, so, you know, it's a, it's a building over time. And I think, you know, people moving to a a town like Gunner have to appreciate that, that, you know, maybe you don't have a robotics team yet, which you might, I don't know. I mean, you may have, well, we do. Okay. We there we go. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> or solar cars, whatever it is, but you know, those things will yeah. happen over time. Part of the allure of coming to a Gunner from a large ISD, Plano, Richardson, Dallas, what have you, is that yeah. 
you know, you can slow down the pace a little bit. And, oh, by the way, your kids can be in more than one sport or activity. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And Mm -hmm. highlighted in that activity more opportunity to flourish. And, and, you know, I moved my family here from Iola ISD, like I said, Mm -hmm. a a 2A district just just outside of College Station. My daughters were involved in everything. And this move allowed them to still be involved in multiple things, uh, volleyball, basketball, softball, track, cross-country, all those events. Uh, They're still involved in it, and that's a blessing. Um, I think one of the things that that we could hang our hat on, and and not all the districts, all educators do a great job of building relationships with kids. I mean, we're Mm -hmm. in the kid business. That's Mm -hmm. why we're here is Mm -hmm. to love kids and grow kids. Um, but one of the things, uh, my board is so amazing. And about this time last year, uh, the good Lord put something on my heart that it, it really is a dream and it's coming to fruition this year. Uh, but what I went to him and, and explained is growth is coming. And as growth comes, the cracks that kids can fall in will grow. Mm. And I don't, we're still the size right now that we can capture every kid. We don't lose anyone through the cracks. Um, and so what I pitched to them was uh, them giving us an additional position, administrative position, and it's a coordinator of family and community services. Hmm. And kind of the dream was to, to have this person go and, and look for those kids. We're a small district, so you can, you can identify these kids on every campus. Look for those kids that we can capture and make sure we don't lose them. Make sure we graduate them. And so the, the true dream of this is if we were to capture a kid that, that is struggling for whatever reason, maybe home life is, is difficult, whatever it may be, but if we even capture one in kindergarten or even pre-K mm. and we walk them across the stage 12 years later mm-hmm. and not just graduating them, but we know what they're going to do Saturday after graduation. We've mm-hmm. set them up to get into college or yes. we've provided them with an industry certifications, then go right into the work world. That's that was my dream, and and that's what I took to the board, and they didn't bat an eye to give me an additional administrative position, and and the person serving that position now, Christy Colvin, has done a phenomenal job, mm. and and what we're really trying to do is break the cycle, right? Or how many first generation college kids are, <laughs> are, are we generating? Sure, um, yeah, and it, it's it's been doing well. Um, even we have, uh, we're not just aiding the kids, but the the family piece of that title uh, she's lining parents up with interviews uh, making sure they wow. have the clothes and the skills they need to go get those jobs tremendous um, and I, I think that's what we can offer you know we don't have all the resources to offer every fine arts program there may be or, or soccer like you said uh, but yep. in a smaller community we can have a position like this that, that's saving kids making sure they don't drop out and making sure they're successful for the rest of their lives. Um, and that's been, that's been just, I can't sing the praise of my board enough that, that I pitched it to them and they didn't even hesitate. And Ms. Colvin, that's you huge. know, when we, when we had the interviews for that position, we, we really weren't sure what we were gonna find. And you take a lady that uh, has worked with, with troubled teens that, that had mm. disabilities, mm. Um, and from there, she's worked for Dallas Police Department mm. and, and patrolled, you know, Dallas Housing Authority. Wow. And then she yeah. comes to Gunner, and <laughs> she's in a That's fourth. A two different worlds. Right, two different yeah. worlds. And then she's teaching fourth grade reading and writing for us and doing wow. a phenomenal job. And when she interviewed the, the 
whole committee knew this is this is the right person, and it's in my mind, it's amazing how God works. He puts yeah. the right people in the right places at the right time. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm sure 80 percent of your student body is, you know, on autopilot, if you will. I mean, they don't have to be mind, you know, watched over 24 seven, they're going to get the job done and do a pretty good job. But you're right there. There are a percentage of kids that don't have that. Maybe the family support at back home and things like that, that you can recognize that early and really help to kind of, you know, you're not stigmatizing anybody for sure. You're just including them and giving them an opportunity to excel that they yeah. may not have been encouraged from at home. Right. That, that's correct. Um, just, yeah. you know, sometimes kids can feel like they're not connected have that one adult mm. that can show up at, at your beck and call and to remind you, hey, we love you. We're here mm. for you. We support you. That's tremendous. You're very important to us. Um, and just, you know, to see the kids that she's worked with this year and, and the way the, the course of their life is changing because they know that's what we're here for. We're here for you. That's a confidence yeah. booster, huge confidence yeah, no booster doubt. for Absolutely. a kid that may have never been able to dream. You know, do you, I'm assuming that, you know, Gunner has a relationship with Grayson College and, and you know, the community college system in Grayson County. Yeah. You know, are kids able to do dual credit programs? Do they do off campus going to classes? How does that work in your district? Absolutely. We have a great working relationship with Grayson uh, College. I'll give you an example. We have uh, 355 kids in Gunner High School. Uh, right now we have 116 of them taking dual credit courses. Wow. So wow. they're actually registered, I believe it was 203 sections were registered in and attempting something like 622 semester hours right now. <laughs> wow. So that, that in itself is phenomenal as well. Um, we visited with Grayson as you know we're planning for a state-of-the-art high school down the road. Uh, how could we work with them to to improve our our CTE, mm -hmm. our career in technology, and maybe we can partner yep. with them and and even have an, a, a facility on site that might add to those industry certifications um, that that we're offering. Wow! Um, but yeah, our, that's one of the things we hang our hat on is our dual credit program. Uh, my daughter, my senior, that's that's graduating in a month, and I try mm -hmm. not to cry. Oh my! It's exciting. Um, but Very she's exciting. graduating with 36 hours, um, and that wow. wouldn't have been possible in the high school we came from. That's and awesome. So it's just it's an amazing, yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, yeah, that's a really huge. Again, it, it's a confidence booster for any kid, right? Absolutely. They know they're going to enter into a college program and have, yeah. you know, a foot, a leg up, if you will, already. And you know, it saves mom and dad a little money too. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, that's just good yeah. economics. It is. Thank you for pointing that out. That's my encouragement <laughs> yeah. to take as many dual credit courses as possible. You yeah. go, girls. So, that's no, right. that's awesome. That's awesome. Wow. That's amazing. That's very exciting. Um, you know, I know some of the folks that, that, you know, teach at your school. In fact, I believe, who's your band director currently? Whitney Katz. Whitney. I can't remember if Whitney, uh, gosh, my son went to college with one of your band directors at one point at Texas Tech. I don't okay. think it was Whitney, though. Whitney did graduate from Tech. Um, we also have Mr. Scott Kennedy, who's our assistant band director. I think it was. I think it may have been Whitney because Nick was in the going band with with uh, hmm. one of them. So, okay. you yeah. know, we know you got a great band program for sure, Absolutely. and I've seen it there as well. I mean, the kids are doing yeah. phenomenally well. So, you know, when you have all those fine arts programs and you know one act play probably doing exceedingly well, you know, that's just a well rounded 
environment for a kid to want to learn in, isn't it? Oh, it's been great, and, and I'm glad you bring up the fine arts part. So along with that new elementary, our, our bond was also to add four additional classrooms to the current high school. Mm -hmm. um, we are adding on locker rooms for um, boys and girls basketball and volleyball, um, but we're spending a portion of that bond renovating our fine arts area because of the growth there, because the band's doing so well. Uh, one act play we just brought back this year. We didn't have it last year, and I don't know at what point we didn't have it, but we brought it back this year. And uh, Miss McCoy mm -hmm. has done a phenomenal job and actually took our kids to regionals. Awesome. So That's you know, exciting. one step away from one act play going to state as wow. well in, yeah. in just one year. So, And, again, that goes to how, how hard our kids are willing to work and, and how dedicated they are to, to what they do. Yep. Um, and, but not to take away from amazing teachers and directors as well. But, you know, we're excited that we're expanding that, that fine arts area or portion of mm -hmm. our high school so that we can accommodate the kids that are going into those playgrounds. Well, that work oh, ethic, yeah. you know, that work ethic is going to permeate the entire schoolhouse, right? Absolutely. Whether it's in an academic classroom, a fine arts classroom, on the fields, what have you. I think, you know, if, if you're... If you're used to winning at things, you know, winning is not just yeah. on the on the field of play, but in the classroom. I mean, you know, yeah. great SAT scores, AT, ACT scores, kids going on to amazing institutions. Is, is your daughter going off to A&M, I'm wondering? Is she going to follow in the family footsteps? <laughs> she was hoping, and Dad was hoping, too. She's okay. going to Tarleton. So That's great. Still, about hey, that. yeah. Beautiful campus, it, great place to be. Is. My goodness. She's you know, really Stevensville, excited. nothing wrong with that. And I know yeah. I don't know if she's an ag an ag girl or softball either one. Those all great programs down there at Tarleton. But she's going into nursing. Well, yeah. even better. Very good. Oh, Very she has good. a a giving type of uh, heart for sure, huh? She must take after her mother. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's awesome. No, that's that's, awesome. that's amazing. Um, Lou, what else you got, everybody? Yeah, you know what? Um, so obviously we we've heard a lot about the the districts. Uh, you know accolades and, and things like that and and I think we've sort of touched on this a little bit but what is what is the philosophy within the administration house and then just down into the teachers and and how we educate our teachers how are we you know how are we growing and building and encouraging teachers to then go and grow and build the students in the classroom right absolutely one of the things I've done since I've been here um, is I've, I've told our people that I want to take on this mindset. This isn't mm -hmm. a theme for the year, but this is a mindset of making a difference and making a difference for others. Yeah. So that's the opportunities we're always looking for, whether it's me to someone in, in, in my office or it's me to a pre-K student. How can I make a difference in their life? Mm. And, and that's what we've been looking to do. I, I think that goes, again, hand in hand with our coordinator. Yep, absolutely. And, and community absolutely. services. Um, I, I have people ask me all the time when we were hiring for position, what are you looking for? And, and I've told them, I said, there's only two things that I'm looking for in a person. And it's two things that have to be woven into their heart um, because they, they can't grow this, they can't create this, but it has to be a love for kids is number one. And not all kids. In public ed, they're all coming to us. There are no parents that are keeping the good ones at home and sending the bad ones to school. <laughs> yeah. The kids are coming to us, and you better have a love for all kids. Mm -hmm. I don't care who they are what they look like and then you better be passionate about learning and I'm not just talking about our kids learning but I'm talking about as a professional you continue to grow and learn how you can be better at your practice 
how can yeah. you uh, refine your skills? Essentially, it boils down to the fact that, that we have the most important job in the world, and that's shaping kids' lives. What yep. we do or don't do changes the course, the projection of what they're doing. Absolutely. Um, so that kind of builds into that. We're going to have this mindset of, of making a difference. And we started that last year, and this year we just added on to that by, uh, by saying you're going to make a difference by serving others. So always look for an opportunity mm. to serve someone. What can you do for them? How can you help them out? How can you make their day? Um, That's awesome. So it really just kind of pours into to loving one another and loving yep. kids and supporting one another. And, and actually, I don't know if I really brought that into the district or maybe I'm feeding off what was already there because, like I said earlier, when our, our kid, it's, it feels like our kids show up and show out for each other, especially yeah, on the so court and the field. So that, that care for making a difference in each other's lives, that care for mm. supporting you or serving you, um, it's been there. And I, really, I'm just trying to, to bank off what was already there. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, your your best bet is not to squelch that at all, right? Absolutely you just want to continue to yeah. feed into it, and you know, uh, the kids feel that again. I think when when there's a positive vibe in the schoolhouse, it it definitely translates to everybody. And I, you know, I take yeah. that that um, responsibility to educate kids very seriously. So we're mm. we're constantly working um, as administrators to help teachers to look for ways that we can increase the rigor. Right? We're responsible for preparing kids for their next step in their life. And I, and I tell them that that means that we're pre- we're responsible for, for making sure that kindergarten kid is prepared to go to first grade. Yeah. From first grade to second grade. We're not just talking about a seniors to college or to a career, but everyone has a responsibility to make sure the kids in their mm-hmm. classroom are responsible for the next step, whatever that is. And we're always looking to, we're always refining our craft to make sure we can do that as best as possible. And you have That's to amazing. you have to do it in a step by step fashion. You know, Absolutely. you have to take that that first grader and get them to second grade, right? It's not just going to be okay. We'll <laughs> see you in ten years in high school, right? You've right. really got, and it's important. I think you know every teacher has their role in that process, and Absolutely. and when they understand that role and they and they buy into it, right? They've got to buy yep. into it. Then it, it makes for a successful district. And I think you know we have been so fortunate here in North Texas to have some amazing school districts and leadership here, you know, and Dr. McGlescu at, at Salina, Dr. Ferguson here in Prosper. We've got, yep. you know, McKinney, uh, Sean Pratt, who I know has been in athletics for many years, and now he's taken over McKinney ISD. You know, these are people that have been invested in these communities. And, right. you know, I'm hoping that you can, you know, seek mentorship from them, seek, you know, advice from them as they've seen their districts go, you know, ballistic and grow mm-hmm. like crazy. So, Absolutely. I'm sure you, you have opportunities to do that as well. I'm, I'm very humbled in the position I'm in. I'm surrounded by amazing superintendents and, and fortunate enough that they answer my calls when I call <laughs> or they'll, yeah. they'll reply to my text. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're always willing to do that. Amazing people. Um, like before we get started, I was bragging on Dr. Ferguson. She's just an amazing educator. Um, Dr. Yes. McLisco, uh, is, is he reached out to me before I ever moved into our house in Gunner. So wow. just been a, a great mentor. And I can pick up the phone and say, hey, guys, you are exploding right now. <laughs> We're getting ready to explode. What do I need to, to make sure I'm looking out for? What are the do's and what are the don'ts? Because um, I owe it to yep. my community to get it right. Absolutely. That's I mean, great. you are in a great position because you've got just south of you 
every phase of what you're going to experience is happening. Exactly. You, you know? have no excuses, right? <laughs> yeah. I guess I should have said that. You have no excuse. If, it, if you drop the ball, you're in trouble. Right. <laughs> but, right. you know, all, you don't have to look very far to, yeah. to get good advice from people that have already done it. I mean, and it's happened so, so quickly. I mean, you can see looking out the windows here that, uh, you know, this has just been a, uh, lightning fast in, in terms of how fast it's grown. It's, it's crazy. Quick. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen that anywhere else in your career per se. No, you know, having been in the college station area for, uh, I guess 15, 16 years, college station's growing, but not to the extent that, that this sure. part of Texas is. Um, yeah. and, and so it's been really neat. Look at, I can reach out to people that have done it right. Right. I mean, you mm. guys are doing it the right way. Salinas doing it the right way. And, and fortunately yeah. enough, the, of your districts will will mentor me. They are mentoring me, and I, I'm very humbled by by in my current experience. Well, it's hard to find good superintendents, so I know they want to uh, keep you doing yeah. your job and 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 exactly. marching along because we've seen such a huge turnover in the last few years here in North Texas, and really yes, probably across the state of of yep. superintendents that have you know taken a okay, it's time to get out of this crazy system. But you know, COVID, I'm sure had a big hand in that. But at the end of the day, when yeah. if you're there for the right reason, right, you Absolutely. want to love on kids and educate kids and, you know, make everybody feel welcome, it's got to make your job that much easier. It is. I, I'm well supported in our community, well supported mm. by our board. Um, you're right. It's, it's a tough job. Um, you know, you see more and more superintendents uh, resigning. My, my brother being the superintendent of mm. College Station ISD. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Just, re just retired last wow. month hmm. so you know it's it's a tough job but you're right when you're when you're there for one thing and I, I think that's what's important especially what we see in gunnery is the main thing is kids and hmm. keeping the main thing the main thing mm -hmm. it, it, it truly helps you go in the right direction and, and make the right decisions um and and that's what i'm always going to do kids are going to come first teachers are tied at number one they're not number two because um, hmm. each teacher plays a role in, in getting that kid to the next step. You know, we hear so much about college, career, military readiness. Mm. And so you automatically, yeah. your brain goes to 10th, 11th, 12th graders. But that's, mm. that's not true. Every person in the system plays a role in getting that kid to that point, all the way down to pre-K. And, and that's why it's important for me to be there and love and support each one of those adults that's changing kids' lives every day. And really, I think, you know, the more you can expose the younger students, you know, to the possibilities that are out there, you know, I mean, my goodness, nobody can dream as well as a, an elementary school student, right, right? to be a fireman right. or a policeman, a pilot, whatever. So, you know, I think it is important to really yeah. avail them of the opportunities as well to see what, what's available out there. Because, you know, all it takes is one kid. I listen to a lot of aviation podcasts. <laughs> I'm a military buff, ex-Navy myself. So, you know, when I hear about people talking about, yeah, you know, I saw airplanes doing touch and goes at our local airfield when I was growing <laughs> up and it made me want to be a pilot. You know, I can relate to that kind of stuff. So, you know, I know that if you're, if they're seeing those exciting things today in elementary school, and I know they're getting exposed to that, they're going to, you know, have those big dreams and they're going to be, you know, motivated to be successful in the classroom. Well, and, yeah. and it's interesting you bring that up. Um, so we have, or three or four um, young adults going to state tennis tournament Monday. Hmm. Um, okay. And I know you guys see on social media, and, and they may do it here, uh, your graduation or your senior walks where your graduating seniors walk through the hallways of the elementary. Sure. And so you're yeah. doing that to build those kids up, and, and they idolize high school kids. But 
we do that with all our send-offs as well. So those tennis players will be walking through the halls of the elementary wow. when they won them. Oh, that's awesome. And, um, you know, we uh, we try to do that with, with each group. And so it's kind of that mindset, right? Our kids, our little kids see the success. They I know can't the, wait till I do that. Right, yeah. right. And they, they know these these kids that are going because it's either older brother or sister. Of or course. Or them at church mm-hmm. or, or wherever it may be. They, they know them and it's personal. Wow. They see their success and they want to be a part of that. And it's, it's, it's really neat to watch that. That's yeah, awesome. and their eyes are so big. They're like, wow, yeah. look at these people. These you know, are it's, rock stars. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and you want to really have cool. those, you know, those kind of positive mentors and, and the figures in your life to kind of let you know, wow, if he gets to do that, I want to do that too, <laughs> type of thing. You know? And today in, in the classroom, you know, we've, you know, girls want to be engineers, doctors, pilots, all the above. So, you know, they've got to see others like them doing that. And, you know, the more you can expose yeah. that in this area, again, we're so fortunate. We have such a wide, diverse range of yeah. professionals in our communities that, you know, hopefully they're going to learn how to be whatever they want to be. Right. <laughs> right. Absolutely. No, yeah, that's I awesome. love that. Well, um, you know, I think we're running a little close to time. So I'll ask one of the last questions here. And uh, really just, you know, is there anything that you want to get out to the Gunner ISD community? And, um, yeah, pretty much that. Or any, any, any new things we should be looking out for here at the end of the year, anything like that? Um, you know, I'd, again, I want to sing the praises of my board. Um, and not this has been an amazing conversation, so I, I don't want to take away from it, but school safety being such an issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mental health issues being such an issue. Absolutely. Um, our board last summer, um, again, just blessed us and said, hey, go make sure you have an officer for each campus. Wow. Um, and so for a 3A district, uh, that's amazing. Uh, right now, and we had three, um, and then we have to fight all the districts that are pay yeah. more than Gunner and all that, so we're down to one. But uh, yeah. the, the budget is there to support that, and we're constantly looking that's for amazing. those. And just so the board takes student safety, um, employee safety, so seriously that, that we budget mm. for that and, and make sure we're hiring for that. Um, that's been amazing. Um, Chief Satry, who, who runs our police, our district police department, um, was bringing mm. people in to help educate kids. We, we had a, a presentation on the dangers of fentanyl, mm. uh, just what we brought in with wow. Grayson County DA, Mr. Smith came and spoke to our kids. Maureen Smith out of the U.S. Attorney's Office came and spoke to our kids. That's so, awesome. A lot of times we have things like that, and our community's not aware that that not only are we trying to prepare your kids educationally, but we we take their their mental health and their safety is is just as important. And we're working to do those yeah. things. No social media, you know, That's awesome. the kid, kids today have so much to compete with. It's no longer just. Yeah. You know, your neighbors, you know, <laughs> keeping up with the Joneses. The Joneses could be anywhere in the world. And uh, you've got to be mindful of that for no sure. Doubt. Yes. So, uh, so. No doubt. That's we've awesome. been working on that as a district. And, and, again, sometimes your community doesn't realize how seriously you're taking and how hard you're mm-hmm. working. Um, and so no doubt. If anyone's listening. I know, uh, I know that Prosper ISD and, and Holly and uh, everybody here has joined the Hope Squad, and that's a huge thing here to help with that as well. So, um you know, I know that that's been extremely helpful to the both the community and obviously the ISD with just uh, tackling situations right. like and, that. And that may be something I, I heard about Hope Squad. I'll probably be reaching yep. out to Dr. Ferguson to learn more about Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Um, and, and you mentioned social media and, and screen time. 
Um, mm. One of my mm. big wishes just in the classroom is to get kids to put down technology and communicate face-to-face. I've told my two teenage daughters that if you can verbally communicate with someone, you're ahead of 90% of the kids your <laughs> age. And, and that's yeah, going to bode true. well for you. Absolutely. Um, so we're looking for ways in the classroom to, you know, is it the kids do more oral presentations? Um, mm-hmm. And th- they hate those. But <laughs> let's, let's take your face out of the screen and teach you how to verbally communicate again. And, and there's uh, some people I've been talking to just in the last week that, that have programs where they come in and they, they help us plan that out. Um, so I really love, you know, when I'm talking about preparing kids for the future, can they look someone in the eye? Can they shake a hand? Mm-hmm. And, and sure. can they communicate? Yeah, and exactly. Things that we took for granted, you know, Correct. 20 I, don't, I say 20 years ago. It's probably 30, <laughs> 40 years ago, really. Well, I mean, I'm only 34. <laughs> there so. you go. Nice. Well, <laughs> no. yeah. Ditto, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, but for sure, <laughs> that's, that's you know, we, it, we we would be foolish to assume that, mm-hmm. that kids can do that naturally because they do so many other things naturally today. But, you know, going back to the basics is never a bad thing. Right. And that's that's one of my goals is, is let's teach kids how to behave in society. Let's, let's take the screen, hmm. let's take their faces out of the screen and teach them how to communicate with one another. Um, and yeah. hopefully that will help with the mental health side of it. Sure, so, sure. That's, that's yeah. awesome. So again, those are the little things behind the scenes we work on and, and people don't know about. So. No, very good, very good. Thank you. Yeah, just Thank talking you. about mental health issues today is, you know, a step in the right direction because otherwise, you know, yeah. you don't want to just think it's not there because it is. So Yeah, exactly. Good for you guys for no keeping that that's out amazing. there for sure. Thank you. Yeah, well, hey, thank you so much for coming on. It was a pleasure getting to speak with you today and and learn about Gunner ISD. And, uh, you know. Absolutely. We're excited to see all the great things that continue to happen up there. I know following Twitter is like, you know, (laughs) big time envy because like, oh, they won another state championship here. And they're, you know, it's phenomenal. So uh, and it's I know it's not just athletics. It's also academics doing very well. And uh, you've got great people in your community. So. I know those many great things to come <laughs> for GISD, for sure. Well, thank you for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, Absolutely. Lou. Thank you again. Yes, well, and thank you to our listeners for listening to this amazing conversation with uh, Scott Martindale, the superintendent of Gunner ISD. And this has just been a little taste of life here in North Dallas. Now we got this stuff working. I mean, and, what you happens, know, who knows? Right? I'm going to fire our tech guy for sure. Yeah. <laughs>